You're listening to the System Semi podcast episode number 185. Today, we're going to be talking about the five steps to wow your clients and make them your marketing team. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan and my business love language is efficiency because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. Super stoked to bring this guest to you guys today because she is a fellow systems sister. And I love bringing other ladies who just love themselves, some systems, some processes, some software, we're just going to like totally geek out and it's going to be awesome. It's going to feel like we're all just having a like process powwow together. So with that being said, hi, Ms. Jamira. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Jordan, how are you? I'm doing pretty swell. Can't complain. So let's go ahead and tell my audience a little bit about you and your business. Well, first of all, I like how you said we're system sisters. Love it. (laughs) So I am Jamira. I am a mom, a wife. I am based in the DMV. And for those that don't know what that stands for, that's the DC metro area. I am a former wedding planner. I used to do that for 12 years before I jumped into coaching. And so my clients are fellow creatives that are in and around the wedding industry that are ready to elevate, take their businesses to the next level, and mainly focus on their business back end. So I work with people that are trying to automate systems, workflows, so that they can do more of what they love, spend time with their family, live more well-rounded, And I also have a podcast, which is a well-rounded life podcast, which I really love. And it ties into my whole mission of living well-rounded and having a business that you love without sacrificing your sanity. So that's me. Amen to that. And so today I love this topic because I really truly do believe that systems create a better client experience and you absolutely subscribe and live out that same philosophy. And so really what we're going to talk about is like really your five-step framework to really wow your clients and make them your marketing team, which is pretty genius. And so with that, before you actually are able to implement this framework with your clients, I'm sure it actually, you know, their business is telling a little bit of a different story. So what does your clients' businesses look like before they have actually implemented your particular framework? Usually a hot mess, but you know what? There's hope everywhere. And because I love systems so much, I get so excited about the opportunity to help someone that may not know where to begin. And so clients that I work with, they usually are flying by the seat of their pants. They kind of know what needs to happen because things are in their head. But I always use the example of if something were to happen to you, God forbid, Could your business keep running? Could someone jump in? Could someone take care of your clients and keep it moving? Um, And this perfect timing of with Corona and everything going on, it's like, if there's someone in your family that's sick, are you able to have your business keep moving along? And the answer to that is yes, if you have your systems and your workflows and you know that there is someone on your team that can help you along the way. And so my clients usually are just trying to figure it out, but yet they're ready to be legitimate and have everything laid out so that they can just automate things and spend more time doing 
the things that they love in their business. Yeah, we've all seen the hot messes and there's no shame in the hot mess. I would consider my business to be a little bit in a hot mess right now. And it's because I'm hiring people. It's because we're building programs that were never built before. So we're having to redo all of our SOPs. So listen, like none of us are void of the mess. It's just, okay, when you make the mess, how are you then going to make it less and less and less of a mess? And it can take a little bit of time and that's okay. You know, we're all able to live in a mess and a little bit of uncertainty. Like there's uncertainty every single day. And so with this, you know, happening kind of in our sphere right now, I think it's just, it's pointing out and amplifying the areas in which you need improvement. And so that's really what it's all about is just what can you improve in your business every single day to make it easier for you, easier for your clients, easier for your team if you have one, all that good stuff. So go ahead and walk us through your five-step framework so we can really start to think about our client experiences in a way that then helps us, I don't want to say not have to market our business, but maybe market our business less because our clients are doing it for us. Right. So as you mentioned, with everything going on in the world, things are not as they usually are, but that could be a good thing for some people. That could be a good thing because they may find some time that they could use to work on their systems. I use the example on my podcast where I'm like, I used to commute an hour and a half each way each day. So three hours of commuting to my nine to five years ago. So for those of us that don't have to commute right now, maybe you take that time and you use it to block it off to start your system. And I'm old school. So what I like to do with my clients is literally pen to paper. And so we block off the time. And that's the first step. We are going to block off the time. We are going to make sure that the clients can focus on systems because we want to do a whole bunch of things, right? Well, let me back it up. Actually, our first tip is going to be to surrender and to accept that you need help. It's hard for people to, to see that they need help. So if you're listening and you know you don't have a system or workflow in place, you're obviously listening to the right podcast. So number one is to surrender and accept that you need some help. Then our second step is to actually block off time and to become very intentional that during this time, we are going to work on systems because we will find ourselves doing a whole bunch of different things, but focus in on this particular project, which is systems. The third thing that we want to do is write it out. And as I mentioned, when I said pen to paper, get a piece of paper and write out from the time someone inquires. And I mentioned I'm in the wedding space to the time that there's like a one year anniversary. I'm talking every single step that happens from the first line of communication until after the wedding. And that's because you still want to love on these people even after the project is complete. So whatever your business is, you still want to follow up and whatnot. So every single step, I have clients whose steps may be 100 steps, some may be 50 steps, but I would start with the most daunting offer that you may have, the most robust. So if you're a wedding planner, your full planning option, because then from there, you can just pull out the things for your month of, for example. So start all the way at the top, write everything out. And then from there, we put it in sheets or Excel. And I like to use sheets because that is where we collaborate. I like to see the clients work on the system. I love to see it all come together. 
I give them a template and so they'll use it to guide them along the way and then they have me in their back pocket. But I love for the clients to do the work because then they can get more familiar with it. They can help when it's time to train someone. So we use sheets and then our next step, which would be number three, is where that collaboration comes in. My clients, they'll send over their system. They're super excited about it. And then they're like, all right, Jamira, now what? And the now what is where I'll come in and I'll see where we can hype up the client experience. Maybe we need to add in there another email that needs to be, hey, just checking on you. Maybe it needs to be another gift or something. But I really focus on the client experience. I think that that will take your business to new heights if you focus on your clients. And as you mentioned, making them your marketing team. So we'll work on areas of where we can heighten the client experience. The other thing that we'll do is we then look at the system and we say, are there things that can be consolidated, things that are maybe outdated, things that we see other people doing that has been successful or a coach or course creator has decided that this works, so let's implement it. So we add, we take out, we amplify, we have to do to make sure that system is seamless. So that is our third step. The fourth thing that we do is where I call activate and automate. And one thing about systems is your system could be pen to paper. It can be just legit bullet points and people follow it. But the awesome thing with us in this day and age is we do have uh, resources like Dubsado and HoneyBook and all those guys that definitely make life easier because we plug it in and then we put those workflows in there. And then a lot of things can happen while we're sleeping. Literally, it allows you to make money while you sleep. And it also means, guess what? Now you have more time to focus on your family, yourself, your girls, whoever you feel like you need to spend more time on and love on. That is what I love about the automation process is because you don't have to be in your business all the time once you get things going. So that's the automate and activate option that we have after you plugged in everything. So then the last thing is you want to see if you can hire someone else to do the majority of the things. If it's admin related, you can take the things that cannot be automated, bring in a virtual assistant, bring in someone, a copywriter or graphic designer. Can you have people do the things that take up time sucks for yourself? And so that's the other step with my clients is we determine do we need to onboard some people? Are there people whose jobs can just be revamped so that we're making the best use of their time? That is another reason why people come to me is because they're overworked and they feel like they're doing all the things. And it doesn't have to be that way because now we can decide where we are going to hire and elevate. So those are the steps in a nutshell. Yeah, I love that. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering, but are stuck in overthinking everything? You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one-day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast-only pricing of $37 for this two-hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one-day virtual intensive. 
since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one-day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again, you kept my drift. Head on over to systemsamey.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. I love that you add a collaboration element to it because here's the thing, like we're in our businesses and we're doing, 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 doing. And even when we are trying to pull the process out of our brain or put together the process out in the interwebs, like we forget things that are part of the process and we're like, oh, like, you know, I haven't been doing this with all of my clients, but I need it to be part of the actual permanent process that we do moving forward. And so I love that you mentioned the collaboration part. And if that is either collaboration with like somebody on your team, it could be somebody like a system strategist or operations consultant, and it can be, and if you don't have access or investments to make there, then it is just like a biz bestie thing. Like just having somebody else reviewing potential areas of improvement is huge. And so I like that you make it really simple with Google Sheets and whatever else. Like it's not, you don't have to go and get a new software for it or anything. And so are there areas, and again, just like as the, as a systems, you know, ninja, are there areas that you've found in the client experience process that tend to show up again and again and again when you're doing these collaborations that you could just give us some tips or strategies around to, you know, start to find those areas of improvement? One thing that usually stands out is just checking in. And because let's say weddings, like, you know, you are a bride yourself and it's like, you'll book a vendor in the beginning and then you don't really have to deal with a photographer for months, right? But if you are a photographer that's listening, you should still be checking in florist, photographer, every few weeks or months. Hey, how's it going? How are you? Just want to let you know that you're on our mind. How's the planning process? Because it lets people know that they're not just a check and that you actually do want to know how things are going and that you are part of the team. So client check-ins, if you have clients that have projects that aren't due until months or weeks later, just still check in, say hi, hope you had a great holiday weekend or whatever it is so that they know that you are thinking about them. And then for me, as I mentioned, like gifting, it doesn't have to be a lot of money. It could be a Starbucks gift card. I used to send, have a date night on us, take a break from wedding planning, random gifts to my clients because some people would get so involved and intense and they just need to step away. So if you're working on a project with a client and it is intense, just send them something that says, have some fun, close the computer, or just get up and do, well, not right now, but down the line with everything going on. But it's just checking in. How are you? Just wanting people to know that you are thinking of them and that they feel a part of the family. I like to use the word family when I talk about my clients because there's definitely a connection and I'm very much high touch in how I interact with my people. 
Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, I want it to be like, I want to know your birthday. I want to know if you had a great product launch. I want to know like what's going on in your world. Right. And with that, you know, let's move to the marketing team piece because it sounds great. And like, how do you empower and equip your past clients or even current clients to do some of the marketing for you? Like, what does that look like? Are you giving them an Instagram post? Are you creating a referral partner program? Like, what are those elements that you have implemented yourself and in your clients' businesses to, again, equip your past or current clients to become your marketing team? Right. So back when I was in the wedding space, wedding world as a planner, one of the things that I would have to do was spend thousands of dollars on ads in web on um, in magazines or Facebook ads really weren't popping back then, but just spending, I legit remember spending $4,000 to for an ad in a magazine in the DC area. And I decided one day I said, you know what, I'm going to take that $4,000 and I am going to spend it on vendors that I love working with venues that I want to work at friends and my clients. So I took that budget and then I started sending out intentional gifts, their favorite coffee, a place to the spa, gift cards. And that made people, number one, it was Instagram worthy where they're like, oh my gosh, she, my planner thought of me. They tagged me. People get, you know, you get a little jealous. They're like, well, my planner is not doing that. Or then they'll just share the experience or I'm getting married and I cannot wait to get my hands on that welcome gift. And so I made the stuff really good, but it was very much intentional and it was fine tuned so that it just wasn't me serving a hundred venues and photographers and clients. It would mainly be maybe 10 at a time or five. And it went far because people really were so excited to share about the love that they felt like they were getting from me. And then from there, it turned into referral. I found myself on the preferred vendors list at venues that I used to work at because these people were excited because I took care of them, but also I was on their radar. So little things, I got notepads with my logo on it because they needed to write notes. So you're going to see my name every time you go to write notes and you're going to see my name anytime you have a meeting and you're meeting with a client. Now that bride has her eye on that desk because it has stuff with my name on it. So little things like that made a big difference. And I just was very intentional about the people that I wanted to work with. And I was intentional about the type of clients I wanted to be attracted to. And they did the work for me. They just bragged on the experience that they had. And then their family and friends ended up wanting to work with me. And then the venue partners loved working together. And so that was who they kept referring. And then that budget was allocated differently. And I didn't have to run any ads. And it was a word of mouth referral business after a while. Yep, totally. Yep. I'm very similar in my referral partnerships as well. Just being there, being intentional, moving, you know, instead of Facebook ads or other areas, putting it toward going to events and being in the room with these people or et cetera, et cetera. So I love that you talked about that shift of budget because I think people are like, well, why am I spending all this money on gifts and events and all that stuff? It works. It's part of your marketing budget. So just put it under there now because it definitely, you can see results a lot faster. And so many people have businesses that are started or run on word of mouth referrals 
and they haven't figured out a way to really like systematize that or put process together. So I think it's refreshing and cool to see the ways that you've done it with either products that, you know, brides are going to see or venues are going to use that then, yeah, just keeps, it's putting you in the room when you're not there. Absolutely. And so it's huge. And I like absolutely, I'm like all about it. So tell me about some tools that people would need to start implementing some of these. You mentioned them kind of sprinkled throughout your framework, but definitely just so peeps can go and nerd out with us together. (laughs) All right. So guys, look at your calendar. I love Google calendars. And right now, block off some time, okay? Get a calendar, block off time and say, I am going to start this project of getting my systems and workflow in order. So Google calendars is awesome for that. I mentioned pen and paper. So you can just start taking notes or open up the notes app in your phone and just start writing and then move things around so that you can email it to yourself and then put it in sheets. So anytime you think of something, just take a note, take a note and then open up sheets, start writing it out, move things around if you need to. And then depending on if you are a Dubsado person, HoneyBook, yeah. Because you know there's yep. you can go either way. <laughs> it's like a war between the two. It's like team honeybook, team Dubsado. Decide which one is the best fit for the type of business you have. Some people will use Trello and Asana, another, you know, battle there. But there are so many different resources. But my advice is to play around with them. Most of them have free trials and see which one fits the type of business that you have. And then from there, I would also just start asking for referrals from people searching online, see who follows you and who could actually be a part of your team as well, because you also want to basically pull yourself out from doing those everyday tasks and have someone else jump in. And so start to do some research there to see who you can bring along on your team as you get this thing going and going to new heights. Yep. I love it. Yeah, there's a lot of battles going on over there. So (laughs) people are very passionate about it. So and it's which is fun. And then you have an awesome freebie for our audience. And so if you want to go ahead and share that we'll have the links, all the links for the tools she mentioned, all the links that she's sharing now, they will all be in the show notes. So you can go hang out with Jamira. Also listen to her podcast. We'll definitely have that queued up as well. So go ahead and share with us what your freebie. All right. So my website is coachingforcreatives.co. And so you can go to coachingforcreatives.co backslash bootcamp. And that gives you some info on the actual systems bootcamp that I mentioned. And you can get more information there. And my website is simply coachingforcreatives.co or jumaira.com. We're working on that. It has all things related to what I have going on. And so we wanted to make sure you can find, we have a ton of freebies and a lot of them attached to the podcast. And so it's just easiest if you go to jamire.com and you can find a whole bunch of great resources to get you started and getting you on the right track to fine tuning your back end. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So that is also the freebies are there. The podcast is there again. Well, well-rounded life. I don't know if you mentioned the title of it or not. But, oh yes. Well-rounded life. <laughs> but that's what it is. <laughs> that's the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we will have that. You can also, you know, find it probably on every podcasting platform and we'll have all those links and go and say hello on the gram or Facebook or wherever you like to hang out. And thank you so much, Jamira, for just 
chit-chatting. And again, I love talking to people who can just nerd out on systems. If I could just Thank you. do that all day, I totally would. But <laughs> this was fun. Thank you so much, System Sister, for letting me join you today. So much fun. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.